I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, welcome to Court Reporter. Of late, I've been talking a lot about Supreme Court and its judgments and orders. But what about the judges who give these judgments? Today, I'll take some time out and give some interesting facts about our Supreme Court judges. This eighth episode is called Know Your Supreme Court Judges. Did you know that when the Supreme Court started functioning in 1950, it had a sanction strength of eight judges? Sanction strength means the maximum number of judges which the court can have as per the constitution. This strength was steadily increased over the last 70 years. This was done by amending the constitution. It now stands at 34 judges. Though the sanction strength is 34, the court currently has two vacancies and is functioning with 32 judges. This is because two judges retired in the last few months, Justice Deepak Gupta and Justice Ranjan Gogoi. The vacancies which came about due to their retirement are yet to be filled. Two more judges will retire this year, Justice R. Bhanumati in July and Justice Arun Mishra in September. Once Justice Bhanumati retires, there will be only two women judges in the Supreme Court. That's right. The representation of women in judiciary as a whole and the Supreme Court has been abysmal. One important question is where do the Supreme Court judges come from? They are elevated to the Supreme Court from different high courts in the country. A lawyer practicing in any high court can also be directly appointed as a Supreme Court judge. The Supreme Court currently has three such judges. Justice Rohington Nariman, Justice Yuyu Lalit and Justice Indu Malhotra. The rest of the judges of the Supreme Court have come from various high courts across the country. What are the qualifications for being appointed as a Supreme Court judge? He or she should be a citizen of India. And as I mentioned earlier, he or she should have been a high court judge for at least five years. Or he or she should have been a practicing lawyer in any high court for at least 10 years. When do they retire? They retire on attaining the age of 65 years. Now, let me come to the most important judicial post in the country, the Chief Justice of India. The Chief Justice of India is the administrative head of the Supreme Court. It is said that the Chief Justice does not have any special powers when compared with other judges of the Supreme Court. It is often also said that he is only first among equals. However, I cannot completely agree to that. The statement of first among equals is true only when the Chief Justice is exercising his judicial duties. That means a judgment or order passed by the Chief Justice does not hold any special value or weightage over the judgments and orders of other judges. But the Chief Justice has was passed as the administrative head of the court. Confused? Let me explain by giving some examples. For instance, the Chief Justice of India is the master of the roaster. 
That means that the Chief Justice decides which case should be heard by which judge. The Supreme Court usually sits in benches of two judges. Many a time, certain politically sensitive cases are allotted to particular benches. Such allocations have been a subject of controversy over the last few years. In 2018, four judges of the Supreme Court even held a press conference alleging that Justice Deepak Misra, who was then the Chief Justice, was exercising the power of Master of Roaster in an improper manner. I don't wish to take names. But what is true is that the power of Chief Justice to allocate cases to judges does have a great impact on the functioning of the court and the justice dispensation as a whole. Another crucial power exercised by the Chief Justice is regarding appointment of judges to head various committees like the E-Committee, Committee on Infrastructure, etc. How does this impact the court? It does. Again, let me give you an example. When the current Chief Justice S.A. Bobde took over as the Chief Justice of India in November last year, he appointed Justice D.Y. Chandrachud as the chairperson of the E-Committee. In this role, Justice Chandrachud has introduced some radical changes. In a few months, filing of cases in Supreme Court will be completely through online mechanism and not in physical form. So, the role of Chief Justice is again crucial. How was the Chief Justice of India appointed? It is based on seniority. And how was seniority determined? Not on the basis of the age, but based on the date on which a judge is appointed as Supreme Court judge. So, for example, the current Chief Justice of India, S.A. Bob Day, is younger in age to another Supreme Court judge, Justice Arun Mishra. But Justice Bob Day became a Supreme Court judge in April 2013 while Justice Mishra became a Supreme Court judge only in July 2014. So, Justice Bobde is considered senior to Justice Mishra. Hence, Justice Bobde trumped Mishra to become the Chief Justice. Justice Mishra will retire in September this year, while Justice Bobde, who is younger to Justice Mishra, will retire only in April next year. So, what happens is that Justice Mishra will retire without becoming the Chief Justice. This episode will not be complete without giving an introduction to our current Chief Justice, Justice S.A. Bobde. As I told you earlier, he was appointed Supreme Court Judge in April 2013. He is from Nagpur and was earlier serving as Bombay High Court Judge and then as Chief Justice of Madhya Pradesh High Court. Justice Bobde stirred up some controversy few days ago when he was photographed on a Harley Davidson motorcycle. The photo went viral on social media. Somebody went online and found out that the motorcycle belonged to a BJP leader's son, which created further uproar. After all, judges are expected to maintain an arm's length from politicians. Eventually, it was clarified that Justice Bobde, who is a bike enthusiast, had asked a dealer to show him a Harley for test drive. He is even planning to buy one after retirement. The dealer had come with a bike and Justice Bobde was not even aware whom it belonged to. Well, that was quite a ride. If you wish for me to discuss any of Supreme Court's ruling, tweet to me at Legal Journalist. You can also show your love for this podcast by liking, sharing and following us on HT Smartcast. We are ever-present on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For more such interesting podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, this is Murli signing off. 
This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.